works and the desires of God comes to manifestation and passes such life in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Can we have our seats? Amen. I pray that um, God will help us to maximize time this morning. Amen. All right, the law. That's the topic. The law. The law. Um, Hosea 14, 9. The law. Hosea 14, 9. Hallelujah. God is still in the habit of a gentleman. He doesn't fault. But the moment he's able to catch your attention, then the time for your breaking forth has started. Same way he caught the attention of Moses. And when Moses' attention was drawn to the burning fire, the change his life needed started. I pray your attention be caught this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, the law, Hosea 14.9. Who is wise? Let them realize these things. Who is discerning? Let them understand. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious tumble in them. Just one way. When the righteous tries to take the path, the righteous walks in them. But that same way, the rebellious tumble in that same way. God is good. But then, your receptiveness determines the reactions or the actions that happens in your life. How you accept or how you act with what God has laid in your hand. Hallelujah. Okay, God God can bring same thing between two people but then they won't receive the same thing. God can give one thing, one same thing to two people, but they will receive different things. The processor in each man determines what the person has or will have. How do you process the giving? What do you turn it to in you? Amen. Okay, sometimes around maybe around the beginning of this generation, I said we are going to talk about the law. And we thank God for the opportunity that before we go, we will talk about it. Hallelujah. So that's what we are doing today, the law. Isaiah 8, verse 20. We have read this Hosea 9 um, 49 with me. The ways of the Lord are right, the righteous work in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Isaiah 8 20. Isaiah 8 20.
Consult God's instruction and the testimony of one. If anyone does not speak according to his word, they have no light of dawn. If your speakings are not according to the word of God, you have no light of the dawn. When they, when, where there is no life, where there is no light, there is no life. Then there is no life in the word if the word is contrary to the words of God. Hallelujah. Are we communicating? First Timothy 4. We are going to search scripture as we have been taught this morning. We are going to search. But then we are also told that there is something higher than searching. That is seeking the truth. It's not that you are just looking for something to argue about. No. You are seeking the truth. So the truth we want to seek this morning is the law. Am I under the law or not? If you are under the law, hallelujah. If you are not under the law, hallelujah. We don't even know what side we are on. Hallelujah. I'm under the law, but not the law, but the law. Hallelujah. Alright, this morning we will see the difference between the law and the law. Amen. Alright, first Timothy. First first Timothy. First Timothy um four seven. Have nothing to do with godless meats and old wives table. Okay, and old wives' tales. Rather train yourself to be godly. Have nothing to do with godless meats and old wives' tales. Rather train yourself to be godly. In other words, what are you doing with the Bible? Are you looking for stories? Or you are trying to build up yourself? When you start, when the only thing you see in your Bible is how Jacob worked for seven years and he got a wife. And then later, ah, he worked for another seven years. He got another wife. You see? That's a good story of a man. If you're saying the story of the scriptures up and down, that's old wife's tale. We don't use Bible for that. The stories are there, but how do the apostles read their Bible? Hallelujah. Galatians 4. Galatians 4. Galatians 4. Let's start from 21. Tell me, you will want to be under the law. Are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as the result of a divine promise. These things have been taken figuratively. Amen. But then, most Christians, we don't take it figuratively. We can sit down with this and start looking for with the reason why marriage Aga. Okay. After he sent Aga away, where did she go? How many sons did Aga give birth to? What country did Ishmael go? But then, we don't bring out the life of it. When you see an orange, you don't just hold it. You squeeze the truth out of it. 
what is the truth in this scripture. We don't just search scripture. We seek the truth. We pursue after truth. We want to see what is the life I need to get from this scripture. Those are two different Christian lives or behavior. Some people read the scripture based on the law of sin and death. But I went, um, admonish that from now on you read it from the perspective of the law of spirit that is life. Jesus says, the words I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. Spirit is life. They are spirits that is life. So there are two kinds of laws. The law of sin and death or the law of sin that is death. Because the moment you eat out of that tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. But when you eat from the fruit tree of life, of when you eat of the tree of life, you will live forever. So the moment you begin to carry scripture based on it being a tree of knowledge of good and evil, and you have not gotten to a point where you squeeze the truth out of it, you have not started receiving the life of the scripture. Most of the words Jesus speaks, some people used to turn it upside down. Just search the scripture, thinking that in them you will find life. The life you will find is not in scripture. The life you will find is in God. life you will find is not in scripture. The life you will find is in Jesus. All that are written about me in the, in the law, that is Torah, that's the books of Moses, um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, number. is this time running? <laughs> Hallelujah. All that are written of me. You have been reading your Old Testament, you have never seen Jesus. You have not started squeezing life out of your Bible. You are still working based on the law of sin that gives death. Because we don't grow by fables or tales as Paul was admonishing Pastor Timothy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Alright. These things have been taken figuratively. The women represent two covenants. One covenant is from Monsignor and Biesh's children who are to be slaves. That is Aga. Now, Aga stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But Jerusalem that is above is free and she is our mother. Okay, don't let me finish. You can read it at home. The same Bible you read and you were just saying story of ah, Abraham married two wives. Ah, it's a sin to marry two wives. That's the only thing you are saying there. Paul took this same scripture, a late comer in the school of the Spirit took this same scripture and was explaining it this way. He sought the truth. He was not seeking fables or, or tales or stories. Hallelujah. Can I say, from now I determine I find life in scriptures. I don't just search. I seek after the truth. Amen. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, 5, 4 to 8. 
chapter 5, 48. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You are falling away from grace. But through the Spirit, we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. When Paul is talking, there are some things you will see that you need to pay like, you need to pay attention to. He will mention law in one place, we mention law in another place. Sometimes they are different, they are not the same. Paul that is saying here that neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. As a matter of fact, circumcision has value. But what kind of circumcision? Stephen, when he was talking to those people, he says um, they do not circumcise their hearts and their, is it their hands now? Circumcision is of the heart. So people that force people to circumcise themselves, they are people that are working based on the law of sin and death. They have not found life out of it. They have not found life in scripture. Are you following me? Pray the Almighty give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. Circumcision. If you check Philippians 3, because of our time, the same Paul that says circumcision is not that circumcision has no value. The same Paul who told us in Philippians 3 about the value of circumcision. Okay, let me just read. Circum, um, Philippians 3 3. For it is we who are the circumcision. We who serve God by His Spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. That's those who are circumcised. But there are some people who are circumcised. There was a time they were arguing. Okay, I think it's in Galatians. Paul was like saying, I wish those people um, <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me check for it. Um, 5.12 As for those agitator, agitators I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves because their point was always it's circumcised yeah a Christian it's circumcised it's circumcised you know what circumcision is am I right with this CRS in secondary school or there are some basic medical science things so circumcision is circumcision check your bible uh, check your dictionary <laughs> hallelujah be circumcised, be circumcised. If you are not circumcised, you are not part of this world. But Paul says, it's actually, you know, when they call something sarcasm, that's what he says. He doesn't wish to be emasculated. Just say, what is your problem with this circumcision? What do you want to gain from it? In fact, emasculate yourself so that you show us that you are circumcised. Hallelujah. Alright. Let's leave Galatians. Let's go to John. John 1. I, before I make a salient point, I want to take you through some scriptures so that when I say it, you will accept it. Amen. Alright, John 1. If you are not opening your scripture, you are wrong. Bro. John 1, 16. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace 
already given. Out of his fullness, whose fullness? That's Christ. We have all received grace. Replacing grace already given. Grace did not come after Jesus came. Grace has been from the beginning. Grace has been even in time of Moses. Grace has been in time of Joshua. Grace has always been. Let us, let us see what Apostle John is saying. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. 17. For the law was given through Moses. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now, don't be confused here. It's not saying that there was this bad time where God was very fierce and then any small thing you do, you die. That now God is gentle. God doesn't change. There was a time the law was given. But the law was not properly understood. Why? Because Jesus hasn't come. So when Jesus came, he brought grace that is the truth. The truth of that law that has been spoken before. We are still under that same... No, 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 no. no. Okay, yes. We are still under that same law, but then different perspective. Then, when Jesus had not come, it was a law of sin and death. That was how people received it because they lacked the spirit of God enough to decode and bring life out of it. My God. Hallelujah. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So when Jesus came, grace, truth came through him. Let us check um, um, Romans 8. We still go to the Testament though. Because the apostles didn't have this new that we are reading. They read the old. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Some other part of the Bible, you will not see that they differentiated it like this. But yeah. Let me go. Strength is your son. Strength, 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 oh God. Strength is this. Help him, Lord. But, hallelujah. Alright, um, Romans 8. The grace of God will live in the house. So God is help, God will help him. God is helping him. So don't don't fret. Let us continue. Hallelujah. Romans 8. That's um because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Alright. So Paul gave us the opportunity here to see that there are two different kinds of law. There's the law of sin and death. There's the law of spirit and life. The law of sin and death has been operating for a long time. But when Jesus came and released the Spirit after he was glorified, the Spirit granted us grace to be able to bring or suck life out of the orange of the law. Amen? Amen. Alright. 
yesterday in preview, we were talking about no. No. Um, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The type of knowledge we need to have with God is a very strong one. When in the house or when in the church of God, we we'll talk about do you know, it's a very strong statement, a very strong one. Do you know? Um, in the Old Testament, when you and Abraham knew his wife, the Hebrew word for new there is yada, that is intercourse. Very strong one, new, new, new. When you see, I mean, John, this is eternal life that they know God. The word, the Greek word for know there is genosco. Um, let me go to Hebrews. Let me go to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Alright, I've seen it. Hebrews 8, verse 11. We are still going to use that Hebrews if you can. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8, 11. And they shall not teach. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor. And every man is brother saying, Know the Lord. If you are using a concordance there, the word in front of it is genosco. The meaning is a pronounced form of a primary verb to know in a great variety of applications. That is what we learned in Bible study that even the knowledge needs application. So when you see know, and it means geno- and it's genosco, it's an applied knowledge. You so apply what you know. That's I will still come to Hebrews. I just had to pick that now so that. Um, we can continue. So we are talking about two laws, two laws, two laws, two laws. Um, now let us see some, let us just approach some things. Let us go to Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah 28, 16, Isaiah 28, 16, Isaiah 28, 16. Isaiah 28:16. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. Hallelujah. A precious stone. It's the same stone. Let us go to chapter 8, verse 14. That stone is a precious one. Those who rely on it will not stumble, Rabbi not be disappointed. Now let's go to chapter 8 verse 14. Chapter 8 verse 14. It will be a holy place for both Israel and Judah. It will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. The same stone, the same stone. Let us go to the New Testament. Let's see how Paul the Apostle used it. First Corinthians. Don't tear your Bible as you are just flipping and flipping. Be careful. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 1.18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. 
but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Same message of the cross. To some people, it is foolishness. To some people, it is the power of God. Same message. So the same law to some people, it brings death. The same law to some people, it brings life. You know, even some believers are still operating under the law of sin and death. Because they interpret. The last time I said, um, the law, the difference between these law, two laws is, are based, is based on interpretation. How do you interpret what you have read or what you have seen? Hallelujah. I pray the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened in Jesus' name. Romans 3.31 Romans 3.31 was telling us um, do we now nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather we uphold it. You know you have heard Jesus says he has not come to abolish the law but to fulfill the law. But then you will notice it's as if something is different from the law in the Old Testament and the law now. That something is kind of different. Jesus did not abolish it. He did the same thing. What is different? Um, let's check First um, Corinthians nine, twenty to twenty-one. First Corinthians nine, twenty to twenty-one. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jew. To those under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law. Though I am not free from God's law. Is Paul confused? No, he's not. He has realized that there are two kinds of law, but there are still one. Two emanated from one. And both, the way both come to you is depending on your processor. How do you process the word you read? Hallelujah. Romans 4.15, Romans 4.15, Romans 4.15. We are getting somewhere. Romans 4.15. Because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. That is, where there is no law of sin and death, there is no transgression. Because there is still law. Get that point. There is still law. But where there is no law, which law? The law of sin and death. There is no, there's no transgression. That is when you are able to operate under the law of spirit and life. It will be hard for you to transgress. Am I right? It will be hard. Galatians 2.19 Galatians 2.19 Galatians 2.19 Galatians 2.19 Oh my God. Galatians 2.19 For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. Through the law, I died to the law. The law helped me to die to the law. That should be clear to you that there are two different things there. The law of spirit and life helped me to die to the law of sin Amen. All right. How do you get life 
out of the scripture. Let us quickly go to Matthew 20 to 40. Matthew 20 to 40. What's there? Matthew 20 to 40. Matthew 22, 40. All the law and prophets hang on two commandments. When the drama unit were ministering, the song they were playing was on love, right? All the law and commandments hang on two commandments. All the law and prophets hang on, hang on these two commandments. This is the first, and um, let me read the commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. That's verse 37. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you don't have these two commandments, the law will become the law of sin and death to you. That is how you can fornicate with somebody without fornicating with the person. That's because you don't love the person. As the person is standing, you are, you are done. You have infiltrated the person. Those are people working under the law of sin and death. But when you come to the law of spirit, spirit and life, these two commandments, loving God, when you love God, you take care of his temple. This kind of thoughts should not happen in the temple of God. No, I protest God temp- God's temple. And also, loving your neighbor. When you love the person, you respect the person so much and you honor the person so much, such thoughts will not enter your heart. Jesus says, the moment you think about it, you have sinned. You have committed fornication. That's the law of spirit and life. Do you know the most strict law is the law now, not the law then. <laughs> the strictest, is there, is there a word like strictest? No. <laughs> The one that is most strict is the law now, Lord, the Lord then. The Lord then, as as was still, it's the same law actually, but Jesus came and gave it more strength, gave it more light, brought out the truth out of it, squeezed it out of it so that we can receive it. Amen. The way you can make the law become the law of spirit and life, not the law of sin and death, is by loving. God and loving your neighbor. First Peter one ten. 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 First Peter one thing concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you. So all what they have been saying in the Old Testament is what is happening now. It's not another different scenario. Searched intensely and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the suffering of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. When they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Amen.
Now I have a question for you. What is the difference between the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and the New Covenant? You know, in Hebrews, we are told that. Okay, let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8. This is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds. I write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord. Do not know the Lord. Because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sin no more. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. When you read this kind of scripture, it doesn't mean everything in the Old Testament is done with. What is done with is the way people saw it. Let us read again. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the list of them. Okay, that's not it. Let us read from verse 10. This is the covenant that we establish with the people of Israel. That's the new covenant now. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds. Which law? The same law. But it has not entered their mind. So the method is what changed, not the law. I hope you are following. The method is what changed, not the law. I will be their God and they will be my people. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts. Before, the law was not written on their hearts. Um, the spirit of God in us helps our conscience. That's why times, even without you being told, you know that some things are bad because the law has written on your heart. Amen. Alright. So there was a time in my hundred level. If You know when you start discussing some things and it's getting to a point that you don't understand, you say that's Old Testament. That is how you save yourself. Old Testament. Okay, there was there was a time. Um, okay, the cry of a sinner, the prayer of a sinner is abomination to God. Abi. And if somebody now asks you, how will the sinner ask for forgiveness if his prayer is an abomination? <laughs> so it's like it's down that you know it's not down. Then if you want to save yourself, what will you say? Where where, where was that written? Old Testament. Abi? You say it's Old Testament. Hallelujah. Old Testament is old because the Spirit was not readily available to make it clear. Death was present. Until Jesus came, he swallowed up death, released life to us. Then when we look at scripture, we see life. We are not looking for stories, we are not looking for fables, we are not looking for midnight tales. We are looking for life. Tell your neighbor, life. The eyes that see, the ears that hear, the heart that understand you in all your ways. The eyes that see, the air that hear, 
the arts that understand you. Jesus, please give to us this morning. Amen. All right, I want to do some example, practical. Now, we have said that Old Testament is not really, really. Old Testament is passed away, but the content is not passed away. So, we want to suck our life from some Old Testament scriptures now. There's a scripture, Pastor Debra is doing Holy Ghost Night. Let us go there. Second Kings 7. Second Kings 7. Second Kings 7. We'll do some examples and then we'll end. Second Kings 7. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man of God, chapter, um, chapter 7, verse 2, 2 Kings 7, 2. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of the heavens, could this happen? And um, you will see it with your own eyes, answered Elisha, but you will not eat any of it. Let me assume that Apostle James read this scripture and he concluded a double-minded man will receive nothing of the Lord. James chapter 1. That is how to read your Bible. It's not that you have brought out a story for me. You say, ah, anytime there was a, well, there was one man like that. There was one man like that. The prophet said something, he denied it. The next thing, they trampled on him. You did not see the life of that part that says a double-minded man will receive nothing of the Lord. That is how those guys read their Bible. They suck out life out of it. They don't just read the story. That is what you should see. A double-minded man will receive nothing of the Lord. Let's go to our second example. I'll just put some Old Testament things like that. Uh-huh. Let us deal with the Taronomy. There are many laws in the Taronomy. So let us pick some and let us interpret them. Okay, let us first do one that Paul did. Paul did one. Deuteronomy 25.4. So we'll use his own as a as example. You know, in quantitative, when they give examples, you should be able to do the questions. Um, Deuteronomy 25. Deuteronomy 25. Verse 4. Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. That is one of the laws of Moses. Do not muzzle an ox while it is shredding out the grain. But Paul read the same thing. And come and see what he said. First Corinthians 9. Verse 9. For it is written in the law of Moses. Do not muzzle an ox while it is shredding out the grain. Is it about the oxen that God is concerned? Hallelujah. Tell yourself, I will start seeking truth in my Bible. Is it about the oxen that God is concerned? Have you read that scripture and think, you know, you might see somebody doing that now, and you next thing, do not muzzle an ox while it is changing. It is a sin. You hold the person strongly. You don't know you are operating under love, sin and death. But Paul said, God doesn't, is it about the oxen that God cares about? No, no, no. Let us see. For it is, okay. Is it about the oxen that God is concerned? Surely he says this for us, doesn't he? Yes, this was written for us. Because whoever plows and treasures should be able to do so in the hope of sharing in the harvest. That is for bringing life out of scripture. Scripture. You are not just gathering knowledge. You are bringing life out of it. Hallelujah. 
Let's pick another example. Deuteronomy 22 5. Deuteronomy 22 5. Ha. Ah. I'm as wrong. Deuteronomy 22 5. Okay. A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. Who is the owner of the clothes? Don't wear men's clothing. And a woman, a, oh God. A man should not wear men's clothing. A woman should not wear. See, God will wear first. We shall understand. Okay, let's go to Colossians 3 12. Let us interpret this one too. See, friends, said the Justin, Justin, Bakubaka. Rest the Jenny, Golden Steve. Colossians 3 12. Colossians. Colossians 3 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly love, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It was actually divine. There are some there are ways you clothe yourself. There are ways you clothe yourself. Don't clothe yourself with malice. There are some behaviors that are not of the kingdom of light. Don't wear those type of clothes. Don't clothe yourself with those kind of clothes. If I was listening here, what kind of clothes you should wear? Kindness, humility, love. You know, when you wear love as a clothing, then you won't, you won't dress anyhow too. When you love me, you will not dress to seduce me. You don't love me, it is lost. And loss is very, very bad. Can destroy somebody in a few minutes. Ah, did I say minutes? Sorry. Did I say seconds? It's long time. It will take time. It's no minutes, no seconds. It will take time. But the person will not realize it. The same way prayer changes people and you don't realize. It's the same way loss destroys and the person will not realize. One day, boom, you see the result of the prayer. One day, boom, you see the result of the lost. If termites eat it, um, they are eating the wood, you won't really notice. They are eating all the inside, eating all the inside, eating all the inside. The wood will still look, you just eat it like this. Just pieces. They have eaten all the good things inside. Alright, let's leave that. Let's leave that. Let's check another one. Deuteronomy 22.9 Deuteronomy 22.9 Do not plant two kinds of seeds in your vineyard, if you do, not only the crops you plant, but also the fruit of the vineyard will be defiled. <laughs> wait, wait. God also care about. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh my Jesus. Let's go to First Corinthians 16 to interpret that one also. First Corinthians 16. First Corinthians 16. Did I say first Corinthians 16? No. Second Corinthians, sorry. Second Corinthians 6. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? You both are different seeds. You should not be found 
same activity. You should not be found walking the same field. You are different. What do you have in common? Nothing. Um, how many more left? Okay. We have okay, we have done 22, 5, 22, 9, 22, 4. Seven. We have done 17, 5. Abby? We have not done 17, 5. All right. This don't know me 17, 5. Okay, 17, 5. Take the man or the woman who has done this evil deed to your city gate and stone that person to death. On the testimony of two or three witnesses, a person is to be put to death. But no one is to be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. That boy disobeys his mother. Take him out, stone him to death. Don't say you are not under this law. You are under it. But what does it mean? You know, um, you see verses like, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, for ye are dead. If the person, if we do not kill the person, the person will not live. That's what he's saying. You must kill the flesh. When you notice that you are doing something that you see that is not in line with God, you need to die. But then I've noticed that as Christians, you don't need to die. What you need is to realize that you are dead. Because we are dead. Ye are dead. Itori, Iwatiku. How many dead people do we have in the house? Hallelujah. But though we are dead, we live. Yet not us, but Christ lives in us. Hallelujah. I think we should stop with that one. No need of interpreting anyone again. Hallelujah. Okay, just ask God to, for the grace to. For the grace to live in the spirit. For the grace to be under the law of spirit and life, not under the law of death. Give us the grace, Lord. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. I need an encounter with the revelational knowledge of God. Jesus, Reveal yourself to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Do your word to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. Amen. Lord, you have seen our hearts. You know that we desire the truth. You know that we desire the truth. We desire the truth. If you desire the truth, can you say, I desire the truth? Lord, you heard them. You heard us all. Lord, the grace we need to walk in truth, to seek the truth, to find the truth, bestow upon us all in Jesus' name. Thank you for your word that came expressly to us. Thank you because it transformed our life. And we have received hunger for your word and revelational knowledge and power to the glory of your name. Can we say glory to God? In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen.